Hey, thanks for listening to Zero Brightness. If you'd like to hear more and help support the show, you can head to patreon.com slash zero brightness or find links to all our socials at zerobrightness.com. Okay, so it's now entering E3 season, even though there's no E3. And we're getting all these big game announcements. We are seeing the future of horror, and the future is apparently the past. Because every new video game announcement... (laughs) (laughs) That's my best uh, Titus laugh impersonation, I guess. Thank you. Thank you. Very good. (laughs) But, like, every big new video game announcement or horror video game announcement is just a remake. And maybe some could charitably be called a reboot but it's mostly just remakes and so i kind of just wanted to talk about it maybe see how we feel about it and try and sort of unpack the like psychology here because like it is really baffling to me it's like the exact same things happen every time in terms of how people respond to these announcements and like none of it makes sense to me personally uh so yeah i just i want to try and try and unpack it a little bit (laughs) i just don't understand you know well i'm happy to be here to discuss the reverse (laughs) dude Um, that's never coming out ever it's coming out it's never coming out don't say that that. i bought village to play reverse come on man no, you bought Village to play Village, and you've I'm played it six joking. times. I'm you making fun of a guy on Twitter right now. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I do think it's kind of a shame that they never even, like, got that out the door because I wanted to try it, but I didn't think it was going to be good, and I wasn't looking forward to it, so I'm not going to, like, you know. I mean, I know they've got a lot of decent faith right now because they've made some pretty popular games in the past couple of years but I think that it's a bad move on their part to not follow through with that game even if it takes a while yeah so I'm pretty confident they'll come out with it so yeah I mean it was a bad move but also it didn't look good you know I mean look my hot take is like dead by daylight's not good so and look at that well that's that's incorrect. <laughs> uh, Dead by Daylight. Uh, well, rocks. that's why I wasn't on the Dead by Daylight episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, even like Dead by Daylight, even if you don't like it. Okay. Well, taking for granted that you don't like it. It is a unique <laughs> gameplay system. <laughs> they created a game and they've been finessing it for years now. So like if you like the way that game plays, it's just getting better and better. And like I said, it's unique. If you look at that, it just kind of looked like Fortnite <laughs> with Resident Evil characters. I mean, we didn't That's, we didn't see Fortnite's an- fun, dude. <laughs> Fortnite rocks. Like, I, the haters be damned. Fortnite is a fun time. <laughs> but I'm like, send you my screenshot of my victory, my number one victory royale. I mean, do do we need Resident Evil Fortnite though? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Okay. See, 100%. Th- we're just gonna have to agree to disagree. I just, I don't think we okay. need it. We have to edit this whole spit out. Actually, it's, no, we can't have it. It's deleted. Reset the clock. Yep. One hour starts now. All right. So I'll do that all again. So anyway, uh, remakes, reboots. So okay, let's let's start here. The first one, because this is the one that really threw me in terms of trying to understand gamer psychology trying to understand the way that gamers I don't know which one this is Uh, I'm excited yeah I I made notes but you can't see them and I'm not going to send them to you so the first one is actually not a real announcement everything else we're talking about is a real announced game but the first one was a leak and it's the Silent Hill leaks uh oh I haven't seen those so these are pretty interesting Um, they are just leaks so technically they're just rumors but they come from a source that's been proven reliable in the past and they also seem to line up with other evidence and statements made by uh specifically bloober team but basically what the leaks were were two things number one was a series of concept art images and the information that they were working on multiple silent hill titles The first one being a new Silent Hill game, the other one being a Silent Hill 2 remake, and then possibly a third game, although it was unclear. What's interesting is specifically they said that the Silent Hill 2 remake was being worked on by Bloober Team. 
Um, so that obviously hurt a bunch of people's feelings. Uh, the other thing was the concept art. A lot of people were like picking it apart and it's very kind of generic looking like early concept art. Like I can't really imagine gleaning anything from it. Um, but people were just pointing out things in it that they thought looked dumb or complaining that whatever this was going to turn into was going to be bad, blah, blah, blah. What I, what really threw me for a loop here is I don't, there's two things I don't understand. Number one, why is Bloober team making a silent Hill game so terrible? Cause like they auditioned for it with the medium. And I think it was a pretty fucking good audition. Like, in my opinion. And the other thing I don't understand is like, what do people expect from Silent Hill? We haven't gotten a new Silent Hill game in a decade. We haven't even gotten an announcement or anything about one in close to a decade. Konami hasn't been an actual video game company for going on like seven, eight years. Like there's no framework to make a new Silent Hill game. So like, why is the knee jerk reaction like, pissed off and then like speculating about what could be happening because it's like the Silent Hill series is dead right am I losing my mind here like <laughs> like I feel like I'm being gaslit by all the fucking Silent Hill fans but it's like this series is dead right like I'm not crazy right uh, man the problem I have with just I, 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 I we should just do this at the start I guess or I should do this at the start like not every movie gets remade some movies are just classic movies, regardless of when they came out. I guess classic continues to be more recent by my you know, perception every day, because if it was made in the 80s now, it's a classic, whatever. Right. Um, but like, you know, you have those and they just exist and you can consume them. And there's like not always a need to remake them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, obviously, film remakes still happen. It's been happening since ever, but. Like, there's still plenty of movies that just exist and they're fine. And that's what they need to do with Silent Hill. I don't know if that's a hot take, but like, just leave it be. Just leave it alone. No more. Yeah. I don't want any more of this shit. It's even if it's like a like, I think the best we'll get is it's a good video game. And it's simply just using that IP for selling power. Like, I don't think I don't think we'll get a good good silent hill quotes around that entire phrase ever again yeah well for sure and like my whole reasoning because i said this in a really early episode of this show and i got shit on mightily uh i said that i wasn't excited for kojima to make a silent hill game i said that i wasn't really excited for anyone to make a silent hill game because I mean, and my reasoning is this, like Silent Hill is inherently a thing of the past. Like I said, it's been dead for years and years and years. The people who worked on it aren't all together at Konami or any company that could acquire the IP and make the game. Um, the people who were slated to work on it, like uh, Kojima, seem to be doing much better working on other things that aren't a new Silent Hill. And like... Um, even like looking at the style of the Silent Hill games, there's never been a Silent Hill game that wasn't a survival horror game. A sorry, a mainline Silent Hill game. Like I know there's, you could argue that um, Shattered Memories isn't, and you could argue that that one PSP game that like, why has anyone played that? It's like a dungeon crawler. Like what the fuck? Oh, um, uh, the that's a movie game, right? Kind of or like a post movie coming out, sort of I like the. I think so. It's called. It's like a bad Diablo game. Or yes, something? it's called Book of Memories or Shadows. Yeah. Or, I don't know. It's, it's who cares? Player Witch Two, Book of Shadows, man. <laughs> let's go it's my favorite movie yeah really or no okay. i'm joking i've made that joke before and monica tried to like kill me or something. well i don't know with you anymore uh, <laughs> the point is that like there's not a mainline silent hill game that's not a survival horror game even like the most modern one which is downpour has a lot of touches from like seventh gen action games but it's still squarely in the survival horror genre we don't have any framework for what a new silent hill would look like it would need to be something totally reimagined by a team who had like a really strong vision for how to make a modern silent hill game and the funny thing is the only glimpse of that we got was pt by 
Kojima Productions. And like, I don't think PT was ever meant to be like a demo for how a final Kojima Silent Hill game would play. Do you know what I mean? Because like, oh, definitely not. Yeah, because it's it's literally a loop. It's a it's loop. just a loop that continues to get more like psychotic, which is it's great. It's awesome. Like, rats off to fucking PT, but like I and I feel because I feel like the proposed or like sort of rumored thing that he was working on was much more of a like Norman Reedus is trapped in Silent Hill and he's walking around the town like yeah. it wasn't. <laughs> It wasn't going to be like you walk into a building and then you get caught in a loop forever. I don't think. Right. It was just like a weird little interactive art project that ended up being very influential. And it's like, yeah, I agree. It's really fucking cool. But like when you consider that at the end of it all, there's a reveal trailer where the camera pans out and it's Norman Reedus. And like the creative team that he assembled to make that game ended up being the same people who made Death Stranding. And like, if you've played Death Stranding, it's clearly not like an artsy first person short form horror game. Like it's the exact opposite. And so like, I still think that we haven't ever gotten anyone presenting something like that and being like, oh, this is how a new Sound Hill game would play. But like the fandom has just like latched on to that idea that like Kojima is going to make a Silent Hill game. It's going to have the original, you know, character designer who like does not care about Silent Hill anymore. His like his Twitter account is just him like dunking on people's fan theories and calling them stupid and stuff. It's like really, really mm-hmm. fucking funny. It actually rocks. But like, I don't know. It, it's just like so weird that people are hanging on to this thing that once again, I feel like is just over. And that's the vibe I get from people getting mad about like anything new Silent Hill happening you know what I mean yeah I think if we get one it's gonna be it'll be uh, Resident Evil 7 slash 8 influenced cause I a, a big problem and I'm gonna talk about this later obviously um, most of the big companies are they're making their decisions based on what is marketable and popular and has done well and if Konami's been sitting on this IP waiting for a chance to like make money off of it again, it's gonna be now that Resident Evil 7 and 8 have done so well. Right. And judging by the the like two screenshots of maybe actual gameplay footage that leaked, kinda looks that way. Kinda looks like we're gonna get a first person that's that looking sort of game just with probably less shooting i would imagine given the number of like first person i wouldn't say walking sims because it feels like you know like visage like it's a fairly interactive first person game but there's not really combat right uh like stuff like that so we're gonna it'll be like that but it's not gonna be kojima i don't think no i think they'll they'll assemble a team that's like mildly competent and they'll say do this do what this game did yeah for sure which i mean i guess if they have to do it i don't really see why that's like an apocalyptic worst case scenario because like kind of like you alluded to fine i'd pay for it like you alluded to this earlier but it's like the originals are still around like the originals still exist you can go play them i mean they're hard to they are hard to play i know i will give people like some benefit of the doubt because it's a little challenging to play any of those games at this point really like i can't remember what's been made available on whatever the current playstation online store slash streaming whatever services offer if there's anything it's one game yeah so everything's you have to get a physical copy basically unless you have a unless you have a PC Mm -hmm. in which case you can emulate or try to get PC ports running assuming you have the processing power for all of the above yeah so it's it's not as easy to to obtain as just turning on whatever console you own and downloading it from something which well i mean i which sucks i wish they would port the stuff or do something i feel like they could do anything to just make them available to people right i totally agree with that and i think that's like the real core problem here is that they've super mismanaged the ip and these things aren't available on modern platforms but at the same time they've mismanaged it to the point where like it's basically abandonware like just 
You can literally yeah. get all the PC ports off of a website called My Abandonware. Or if you want to emulate <laughs> them, you can uh, you can go to CD Romance and download them all, and they all emulate well. I even got Downpour actually running on my PC like well enough. <laughs> to record an hour of gameplay and put it on the Patreon. Shout out to the Patreon. Uh, and that's how you played Homecoming, right? I think is what you told me. Or no, you downloaded the PC version. Yeah, because there's a terrible PC port of uh, Homecoming that I yeah. did not have any luck with. I mean, I played a good chunk of it, but I wouldn't say that it was... Well, we did literally talk about it, so I just couldn't remember. Yeah, for sure. No, but the downpour, like I'd assumed... I couldn't emulate because it's a PS3 game and PS3 emulation is super touchy, but I got it working and I was like, 360. You could emulate the 360. Well, actually, yeah. Well, I don't know if it's any better based on the emulators that are out there. The PS3 emulator that's Mm -hmm. popular right now um, and the one that's like most advanced is like the most advanced seventh gen emulator uh, and it performs a lot better than the 361. The 361 is in my experience and it could just be my system. It's a mess. But the PS3 one, I was actually able to play a couple games solidly. But, you know, there's way more games I just couldn't get working. Funny enough, couldn't get Demon's Souls working. So that's awesome. The whole reason I fucking downloaded the thing. But (laughs) I played Shadows of the Damned. And I stopped not because emulation was terrible. I stopped because that game is kind of terrible. But... (laughs) uh, which there's an episode for that. You can listen to that. Yeah. Wait, is there? Or- yeah, yeah. I did. I did a review on the Patreon. Yep. Um, okay. So that's what it was. Sign up for the Patreon. Sign up for the Patreon. Um, but yeah, like, I, I mean, my point is that I think these originals could be obviously better taken care of and they could be mm-hmm. more accessible. And I think even once Sony gets their new big streaming service fully populated i mean there might be some silent hills on there i don't know you know this big thing they're launching like this month and next month yeah um so maybe there's more silent hills in the future via that platform which would be cool uh because they were all on the ps3 uh like as those ten dollar downloads um you know basically on their WiiWare store yeah uh, but yeah, like obviously the originals could be better taken care of, could be better cataloged and like made accessible to the public. But in terms of like a new game, I think at this point, like, first of all, I would expect nothing. Like I would just not expect a new Silent Hill. And then on top of that, I wouldn't have any expectations for a game that actually came out anyway. Because like I said, we have literally no frame of reference. Like if you sat someone down and said okay describe what you want out of a new Silent Hill whatever they said would be like a pure fantasy you know because even with Resident mm-hmm. Evil Resident Evil took a break and had like a comeback but they kept making games they never stopped making Resident Evil games so like you always had some sort of for reference of like okay I know what Resident Evil looked like in the fifth gen and the sixth gen and the seventh gen and so when they came back with resident evil 7 it's like okay like there's always been a new version of resident evil it's always been slowly evolving over time and like playing seven even though it felt like a big comeback it didn't happen in a vacuum like there were things that they pulled from every era even the seventh gen which like nobody likes i guess but like you know it, it felt like there was a natural progression, but with Silent Hill, Silent Hill basically ended in the PS2 era. Like the two seventh gen games are essentially just glorified PS2 games. Like we just have no frame of reference for what a new game would look like, you know? Yeah. But I think, you know, to, you know, play devil's advocate for someone out there, I don't know who, and I already <laughs> regret it, but like <laughs> there's enough, there's enough that's happened in the space in the horror game space that like I, I, there's a little frame of reference. It's not much, but you could make some educated guesses like I did earlier on what a game might look like, but well, I still right. think that it'll, ju- I still think it'll just be like a good horror game, but it won't. I don't know. Like, I, I think, I think the vibe that makes a Silent Hill game a Silent Hill game, like you're not, you'll never get that back. Not ever. That was that team of people. Right. And that's just that for better or worse that it's, it's essentially like having a band make three records, four records, whatever. And then 
everybody leaves the band, but someone else owns the rights to the band. So they just get a bunch of people together and be like, hey, see if you can do this. Right. (laughs) And then they just try to make a record that they think someone else might make. Yeah, for sure. Which isn't which isn't a way to make a thing and it's not a way to make an authentic piece of art. So it's it is very much pointless to to want for this. And I guess that's one of the reasons I'm sort of bummed out that everyone just like shits on the medium. So I'm like, I, eh. yeah, it's got some of the vibes, man. Like this is as much as you'll ever get. Probably you can say what you want about yeah. whatever, but I think it's close. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about the medium. Cause this is an interesting point. Like I really like the medium. Uh, I really, really enjoyed it. I think it's a very good game. And I never really looked into uh, what the sort of consensus was amongst Silent Hill fans about the medium. But if you look up, you know, anything about these leaks, there's tons of people slamming the medium. Like even in just in this random article I clicked on from The Verge, uh, when they mention Bloober (laughs) Team, they say Bloober Team, the studio behind the ho-hum horror game, The Medium. And then a link to like a negative review. And it's like, what the fuck? Because I played the medium and here's what I thought. I thought the medium was great. Uh, The world design and visual design were fucking incredible. The vibes in the atmosphere were quite literally imported from Silent Hill. They got Akira Yamaoka to do a bunch of music for it. So it's like, and I think it had a story that tackled really heavy and really sensitive themes that actually did it very well. Like it wasn't just like insensitive, like edgelordy bullshit. And I don't know. To me, it's like if you asked me what a modern Silent Hill game should look like, that would kind of check all the boxes. I think maybe the one thing that people didn't like was the gameplay element, but the gameplay is literally just a modernization of PS2 era survival horror. Like it's very similar in every regard, except there's no combat, which is like, that's that shit, dude, put it into my Mm -hmm. fucking veins. I want no combat horror games. And also they, they didn't just replace it with dumb chase scenes. Like, a bunch of people do and like they did in layers of fear layers of fear too like there's just nothing it's just a spooky ass fucking game like it's good uh it's a very very good game and like I, i've said over and over like i think that if anyone was going to make a new silent hill game i don't see why it wouldn't be the people who literally put out a demo reel and like a very good demo reel yeah. for like let us do new silent hill i think it would be the one sensible decision konami's made in the last decade you know what i mean and like yeah for some reason silent hill fans are fucking freaked out over it like there's even one there's that um there's like a youtube channel or a podcast or something it's called the great debate and like they just make super crazy unhinged silent hill videos sorry if anyone likes that shit it's like unlistenable to me (laughs) but they did one after the first time um, it was rumored that Bluebird was going to make a Silent Hill game. And like, dude, these guys were losing their mind and just like Bluebird's the worst company in the world. Fuck them. Like they're going to fuck. It was just like, dude, God, I've, it's, it's How crazy. Much do you want to bet those dudes all play Grand Theft Auto online? <laughs> like they just eat up every Rockstar game that's ever come out. And they're like, well, Bluebird's the worst company that's ever existed. And I'm like. I don't know that anyone of Bloobers, you know, R-worded any women or, yeah. you know, crunched all of their employees to near death. So, yeah. I, as far as I know, anyway, who, who could say? Yeah, no, for and, sure. Yeah, and like, you're right about the vibes on that game because yeah. I like, and it'll come up again later, re, or, this isn't a remake of anything, so it's not wholly relevant but it will be later like that game plays the way you remember silent hill playing yes like it's it's kind of tanky controls but everything feels right you don't you're not fighting against anything Mm -hmm. it has a minimal hud like the angles and shots are they're a little more like developed just because technology's improved but very similar for the most part like the camera work yeah I guess is pretty similar to like the classic uh, team silent stuff. So I, yeah, on a gameplay level, I don't really get why 
people hate it. And the one thing I see brought up the most when people want to shit on the medium is they try to say that it mishandles stuff. And I've also seen people try to have that conversation specifically through the lens of like Silent Hill 2, right. which is insane to me because Silent Hill 2 is like the textbook definition of being like, here's a really heavy theme. What if we just didn't actually do anything with it, but make it shock value and like depressed vibes? Yeah, like the, like it, it. Nothing lands. Absolutely none of it. So it's really weird to shit on, like, try to shit on anybody for mishandling stuff while you're praising something that does that. But yeah. then also, it it seems like a lot of people have misread where that story goes, uh, the medium story. Okay. And <clears throat> I'm gonna get content warningy on people. So uh, you know, if you have a if you have problems with the self harm and and that world of thing, beware. But like. Every person that has ever said the medium mishandles things clearly is a person that has absolutely never been significantly depressed or tried to kill themselves ever. Right. They're all just, like anytime I've tried to press a single person to explain to me why that story is so like improperly dealt with, like they don't I don't get it. I don't ever get it from them. They just say it mishandled it. Right. Which isn't like you can't just keep saying that game's bad and, and mishandled something like you have to explain why you say that. <laughs> so I'm starting to feel like it's just a hive mind thing. Like yes. a famous YouTuber said that. So everyone's just saying it because the gaming industry is like sort of slowly catching up with, you know, I hate saying mental health at this point because it's like a marketing buzzword at this point. Right. But like everyone's sort of slowly getting there and I think there's a certain amount of like, well, I need to like, I need to appear woke. I got to come for something. Yeah. This game has some, you know, heavy stuff in it. Someone said it's not good. I'll just do that. Yeah. I need to be like a neoliberal or whatever. And I'm like, no, man. Like, as someone who's been there. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you literally can, you know, accept all of the things that have made you broken and try to live with them and move on, or you can let them take you. Yeah. That's what you can do. And that's what that game presents to you. It's not, it's not being like, isn't it so cool when you want to fucking kill yourself? <laughs> yeah. It's not, man, no one has ever thought that. No one right. who's actually ever been in that place has thought it was cool or like truly wanted to consume media that had that in it right it can be important to feel like you to feel seen and have like a sense of community for lack of a better term but like no one no one thinks it's cool nobody so it's it's got really big like well ratchet and clank really handled themes of depression so well (laughs) like shut up i'm done yeah it's no it's that's my soapbox moment for the ep yeah, no, it's super frustrating. I agree with what you're saying, and it's super fucking frustrating because it's like, I mean, not to be like, oh, I'm so smart and I have all the right opinions because I don't and, I, and I'm not claiming any of that. But like, there is a point at which you start looking at how people are, you know, judging media and it's like, well, you're not actually critiquing it. You're looking at it and saying, I like it or I don't like it. And then just picking a reason. And then you're saying, you know, so it's like, oh, it didn't handle its themes well. It's like, no, no, you just don't like it. And now you're coming up with a justification for not liking it. Like one of the first episodes of this show is me breaking Silent Hill 2 down piece by piece and saying this game has aged really poorly because it doesn't handle any of its heavy themes well at all. Whereas like, yeah, I agree. I think the medium handles it really well. Like it doesn't shy away from any of the heavy stuff in it. We should just do an episode on that game um, soon, actually. <laughs> on the medium? Yeah, for sure. You didn't... I thought you did one. I didn't. Oh, damn. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's in the zeitgeist, and now I have a graphics card that'll run it. Hell so yeah. I'll get it, and All I'll right. play it. <laughs> Time to play it again. Yeah, I gotta play it again. I love it. Well, yeah, I played like two hours of it, but man, my shit was... I could have fried a whole chicken on my <laughs> old graphics card playing nice. that game. Yeah. Um, 
yeah it's like it it handles its themes really well and it they're super dark and super heavy and it's just a really good game it's a really great piece of visual art and yeah at, at the core of it the gameplay is still classic survival horror. It's fixed camera angles, it's tanky controls, there's no combat, which is a great innovation. But yeah, I think people just didn't like it and then decided to say, oh, well, it just didn't land like Silent Hill 2. And it's like, no, that's that's actually not it. Because <laughs> Silent Hill 2, if you think about it for like 10 minutes, completely falls apart. Like, and it's just super edgelordy and it's just super trying mm-hmm. to shock you. And like, you know, I love that game. It's a really great game. I'm not, I'm never trying to take away from it, but it's important to look at things and be like, oh yeah, this just like hasn't really worked. Um, but I think that's an interesting segue into talking about what Bloober Team is, according to this leak, actually working on would be a remake of Silent Hill 2. And this is maybe more where I get a little more gamery in my opinions <laughs> about remakes, because like, when I hear that they're going to remake Silent Hill 2, my first question is, why? Like, what are you going to do with this? And the reason that I think this isn't because I'm some sort of purist where I'm like, every, you know, everything should, you know, be presented in the original form. Any changes are heresy or something like that, you know, stuck for Allah is against my religion, you know, or whatever. Like, I'm not saying that, but I think that if you're going to remake something, the goal should be to make it better. And I think that with a lot of these properties, like when they go to do a remake, they end up actually making it worse, you know, like either because they don't have a vision or because they try and add in too much extra stuff that kind of ruins what made the original great or, you know, some combination thereof. Like I I recently played a few hours of the Final Fantasy VII remake and (laughs) that is such a fucking hack job dude like that's one of the worst games i've ever played in my life straight up like that shit is so bad and i'm honestly shocked that so many people even in our community like love that game i find it legitimately shocking i'm gonna go ahead and say for the record i will probably never play that game just because i kind of don't care about final fantasy 7 so i have no opinion on it yeah i mean like Final Fantasy 7 is one of my favorite games ever. Uh, it's one of the only JRPGs that I've actually played and replayed as an adult, because as an adult, I've completely lost my taste for the genre, despite, like, it w- they were the only games I played from, like, 5th to, like, 8th or ninth grade. Like, I was, like, obsessed with them, and then just totally lost my taste for them. But Final Fantasy 7 and Chrono Trigger are the are the two that I've replayed and that I still love. And like I've said before, like Final Fantasy 7 is a mess. Uh it's a completely psychotic game. The tone changes every 2 minutes. The writing is like super fucked up. Like it's just such a weird game and when I heard they were remaking it, I thought it was a good idea because that's a game where like you could actually do a lot of work on that game like you could keep the plot the same and you could really do a lot of work to make the pacing better to make the writing better and all stuff playing this remake it was like they didn't do any of that they just like stuck to the script but then they made the graphics better and the combat arguably worse and then like made everything a super long drawn out walk and talk cutscene with like horrible acting and dialogue and then also put in this weird like overstimulation element where like 15 people are always like yelling at any given moment. It's so fucking weird. Every choice in that game is like shocking to me. And it's just like who designed this? Like it had to be a bunch of people on like crazy stimulants. Like I don't understand any other way that someone would be like, yeah, this is good. Like they must have been fucking flying, dude. All right. My fan theory on that as the co-anime expert of the show, as someone who tried to start Final Fantasy VII about 10 times. Sure. And someone who watched Advent Children a lot. Okay. (laughs) I've probably seen that movie like a dozen times for some reason. I just, it's a fun visual experience. So I've just watched it a lot. And we all know I love The Spirits Within. So I just like Final Fantasy movies, I guess. Yeah. Um, Final Fantasy VII is like proto um, aughts and later anime. Sure. Like when the advent of like commercialized 
weird shit that like smelly dudes at the bookstore like you know like when that really popped off when like 500 year old lowly 10 year olds you know that whole thing when all that stuff really became (laughs) what anime was perceived to be by like everyone in the world yeah i think that final fantasy 7 helped spearhead that a little bit so i think when you remake it you're trying to appeal to the audience that game helped create so you have to have like everyone screaming, everyone's yelling, everything's bright and loud and yeah. always moving. Like that's that's just what that's been the evolution of people who play those games and people who like anime on a broad scale anyway. I know not everyone's like that. Right. Not accusing anyone who may be listening to this of being very into Attack on Titan and Sword Art Online, but I know you're out there. Nah, I know man. someone is. And if you're listening to this, don't don't DM me or anything, because I'll be very mean to you. Listen, as a reformed anime fan, let me tell you this. Anime sucks. Find Jesus. Get some help. Stop, stop it. it. Get some help. Get some help. Um, <laughs> anime does suck, but I'll never stop. <laughs> no, I, you know what? That's actually like a very, very helpful analysis. Like You really just opened my eyes. And I think that's mm-hmm. the core. No, Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much. So grateful. That's why I'm here, baby. Yeah. So grateful for you every day. Uh, I feel like that's the core of why I didn't <laughs> like it. Cause what I liked about the original was that it had this to me, if you ask me what the aesthetic and tone of the original final fantasy seven was, I would say grungy eighties cyberpunk meets nineties anime. That's, that's exactly how I would describe it. And like, that grunginess it wasn't just a visual thing it was also like the music the tone of the music the way things were designed and made to look and like in this one yeah everything is bright and sanitized even like the original music had this very strong electronic element um in the new stuff it's just straight orchestral pomp like you literally could drop it into like a high fantasy game and i don't think anyone would blink like And I think that those are the, those sound like little things, but to me, that's like the entire core of what makes that cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, those are huge because that's the only reason I kept trying. Like, I think I originally got maybe like five or six hours. Like I made it to disc two, actually, I think maybe even three on my initial try through that game. You played the best part of the game. But the thing that always kept me being like, no, I've got to, I have to finish this game someday is the audio design and music and all that stuff and the visual design. Yeah. That's absolutely what kept trying to like, I still own that game physically. I, I've never gotten rid of it. Cause I'm like, I, maybe one day, maybe one day something will just click for me. Yeah. And the reason I, you know, even now with the remake that I would look to the original version of that game is because the thing with, making a game like that now having to remake something that old in the modern day is everyone expects you to give them everything right like everything about what they're consuming from like a sensory perspective they're demanding you give to them they need everyone to talk uh-huh they need to hear their voices they need see they need the gameplay in the cutscenes the graphics have to be mental everything has to have very specific graphics and all like it just has to be created and it has to fit what they want um but also what they expect which could be different yeah you know like it's hard to nail that and so when you have the new one you're having to create such a massive product yeah and with the old game the 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 thing that really helps something like that that's a little rocky and weird is that your brain can fill in gaps that might be different how some than how someone else would fill in those gaps. Right. And that's one of the reasons why everyone is so captivated with that game is it gave them it's kind of like a tabletop game like they handed you a rule book with the core ideas and then they're like here's what you need to build the Lego set. Right. of the game of your, in your mind like go crazy. So even when you have graphics and you're controlling pre-designed characters like you're not making choices you're just along for a ride your brain still gets to like fill in some things like i'm reading what they're saying but like what's the tone how how do they deliver that line what do they sound like yeah you know what are their what are their actual mannerisms everyone's just kind of like got pyramid arms they're flailing uh-huh. but like you know who are they really yeah and that's that can be really compelling it's like reading a book 
And when you have a new game, you lose all of that. Someone has to create what everything is and you're yeah. presented with what it definitively is. And that like that can be fun depending on what it is, but it can kind of suck too. Yeah, so that's what I for mean. Me, like I don't want anime cloud. I hate anime cloud. Yeah. I hate everything about that character. Yeah. Like I want like I had a specific vision of what that character was like in my mind from playing that game. So like when I watched Advent Children, I was like, well, who's this guy? Yeah. That's not him. This is like a fucking weirdo. This is a this is like not even like a tertiary character in an anime. This is just like a throwaway dude. Yeah. He gets beat up. Who's this guy? Yeah. It's it's really weird. I think that was my first problem with the remake was yeah, hearing the voices and seeing the way that they changed some of the characters, and I was just like, ew. Ew, what? What the fuck? And I also, I mean, I think I watched uh, Advent Children once on my friend's PSP, and uh, (laughs) I can't say that I... Hell yeah, man. I didn't really have an opinion about it. I was like, that sure was a long cutscene. I definitely Mm -hmm. had... I didn't really feel anything watching it but yeah that's a huge problem i actually mentioned that in the latest um patreon episode shout out to patreon again where i was saying that that like uh something that made the storytelling in those old rpgs really good even though the writing explicitly wasn't very good was the way that it was delivered and the way that it was presented and the fact that it left so much room in the player's imagination to fill in gaps and to yeah come up with their own interpretations for okay how does a character move how do they talk like what is sort of their inner monologue or things like that or even just like details about the world that aren't explicitly presented that you can kind of think about and it Mm -hmm. made replaying those games really satisfying because you felt like you got to know those sort of intangible details better and better the more you play the game and yeah the the ff7 remake it really just did not match at all what my like perception of that world is and i think the easiest way i could say it is like it's supposed to be blade runner and instead it's like sword art online and like one of those is my favorite movie ever and the other is trash uh, anime which is against my religion like i said earlier so um i mean hey we've both established that there's been some good anime it is it it is a medium that can be used for good mostly it's used for bad (laughs) no sword art Art online might actually be like the worst it might be beyond bad yeah like even food wars is kind of explicit up front with what the fuck you're getting into but like sword art online kind of like slowly just keeps subverting your like expectations until it just turns into like the hottest bullshit i've ever yeah, seen yeah it's like life. season four incest subplot <laughs> i think it's the worst anime ever yeah usually anime you know what you're getting into right at the beginning but that one was like no you think this will just be kind of an okay show no it's it's bad there's children that want to fuck you everyone wants to fuck you yeah. your sister wants to fuck you <laughs> or it's your cousin or whatever there's it's the tentacle yeah. monsters are gonna r-word your girlfriend yeah. you adopt a child even though you're children it's crazy it's not good yeah that's I, I don't i wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy yeah no that that is that should not exist um i'm anti that but anyway we spent so much time talking about sword art online i'm sorry everybody God <laughs> yeah, damn, i don't want that's to. my fault i don't want to um but okay so going back to what we we're talking about with remakes i think nailing those intangible elements is a really important part of a remake and i do think that like how successful a remake can be is kind of limited by how well uh, a company even theoretically could nail those intangibles and so i do want to say i think that's why a silent hill remake is such a tough sell because those intangibles are the main draw of the game like we've said many times before when people say silent hill what do they say atmosphere fog emotion you know things like those are all (laughs) intangibles and like that's what's at the core of a good silent hill game so i definitely think any sort of remake of a silent hill game is doomed to fail but any remake does raise the question of why don't you just make something new and i think that's a really good question raised by the whole dead space thing which i want to talk about um because Right now, we have a crazy head-to-head where EA is releasing a remake of Dead Space and the original creators are releasing a new game called Callisto Protocol. 
And I think that's really interesting because we're going to... You know, it's not necessarily an even matchup because I'm sure the Dead Space remake has, like, a bigger budget and is just, like, a more intense production. But, like, we do get a little bit of a head-to-head of, like, are people more excited about a new IP that's in the same style or do people want a remake that does feel kind of pointless? I I think I'll let you kind of speak to that, but it seems like you agree as someone who does really enjoy the game that, like, it doesn't really need a big remake. Yeah, okay, so... I'm glad you explained the setup because I thought I was going to have to do it as the as the fan here. Um, <laughs> yeah, like well, so from what I've seen from Callisto Protocol, it looks production value wise pretty much on par. I think I, I think there was enough pedigree there that they've gotten the funding they need to make something pretty much on the same level, or maybe better. Because the thing I'm going to assume here is that. Uh, the work that the team has to do for the Dead Space remake is purely just like building building the game. Right. Everything else has been laid down. They don't have to write a story for it. They don't have to like do level design. They're just making the game. Right. So they can do more with less. So I imagine the team might even be a little smaller in comparison. Uh, the remake, you know, looks really good. Like it looks better. Like it's. It's got more ray tracings and uh, textures and the when you walk underwater drops, they splash off your armor and whatever else. But uh, that doesn't matter a whole lot to me. Yeah, it's never really matter to me. I love a good graphic. I love cranking that shit up. Don't get me wrong, but it's not super important in a world where you can just go buy Dead Space for five dollars. Right. In my opinion, anyway. Yeah. Like and, you know, maybe maybe they'll fix some of the problems. I know people had like issues with kind of the uh, the sound mixing and some of the design. Like, I think you guys brought that up. Like, it's terrible. I get it. Like, maybe there's some maybe there's some things you can church up for a remake, but it's like, do you want to pay 60 or 70 bucks? Because if you're buying it on PS5, it's, it's going to be $70. $70. Sorry, Chief. Like, yeah, I don't. It's fine. Like, and I get that more people may experience it like new people may experience it because I, you know, there's, there's always going to be some aversion in newer, like newer, younger audiences to playing an older game when they know they can play a nicer looking version. Yeah. I'm sure it's probably easier to recommend the like shadows of the Colossus remake instead of the, the classic version. Well, but yeah, the, the added wrinkle is that some, the people who made the original one are now going to make, another game that looks like it looks it still looks pretty action focused but it seems like they're really just trying to turn up the scary stuff a little bit more which mm. i respect you know i will see if that's true but yeah you know you're you're still effectively going to get similar stuff they've already pretty much shown that it's going to be largely similar to dead space so yeah. you're you know I, you know i'll probably get both I may not buy the Dead Space remake at launch, but I'm sure I'll get it eventually, of course. But it's a weird it's a weird thing because EA is just making a product. They saw that the guys were going to go make a new game that'll probably do well. And they were like, oh, we want that money. Let's make that money because they got that's the other thing is they just they they shut down Visceral. They were like, we're done with you guys. Bye. Yeah. So it's it's a whole complicated thing. At the end of the day, I mean, this, though, gets into kind of some really like detail oriented stuff about remakes, because like I feel like if there's a game that's a classic game, that's great. But you could make some like substantive changes to it to appeal to a wider and younger, maybe entirely new audience. I do think that's kind of worth doing. So like with Shadow of the Colossus, I'm glad you brought that up because that's one where uh the controls are weird. Like as a huge fan of that game, mm-hmm. I love that game. I've replayed the original many times. I haven't played the remake yet. I'm going to at some point, but like the controls are weird. And I think that in the PS2 era, that was an expectation. So it just didn't even scan as uh, you know out of the ordinary. And now it does. Like, yeah. So I think that that's a game where like the remake obviously gave it a huge like graphical facelift but the most important thing really was changing the controls and so i feel like that was pretty justified and that's also why i feel that a resident evil 4 remake is justified like 
I've said before many times, yeah. I think Resident Evil 4 is basically perfect. I don't think it needs it, but I 100% get why they're doing it. And I think it is actually going to help like new people check out that game. Maybe even get some people who didn't like it the first time to enjoy it this time. I also think there's a lot of work they could do with the story and the dialogue fucking obviously to make it better. Like there is a lot to improve, mm. but just from a gameplay perspective, like I get why they're doing that because there, yeah. there's a huge market there of people who would get into it more. But then when you look at something like dead space, dead space, once again, as someone who just doesn't like that game, it's mechanically solid. Like, I don't really think there's any, and even with the sound design, like I don't like the sound design. I don't think them changing it is going to change my opinion about the game. And I think that these remakes are, you know, probably for people who like the game or think they would like the game. So it's like, I don't, I don't necessarily see the point in that. And we also got another one that seems super superfluous. Just the other day, they announced the last of us PS five remake, which is like, that's another one where it's like, okay, shadow of the Colossus re four. I get dead space. Last of us. It's like, is it just because we've run out of ideas and we're entering the phase of human history where we just like repeat the past over and over. All right. Well, like uh, we have plenty that we need to, talk about Answer already. That. I'm just going to go I'm going to go ahead and say like I like fuck the the Last of Us remake like fuck that. If you're excited for the Last of Us remake and you've played the Last of Us like especially if you own like the the remastered thing for like PS4 like yeah. I, I got to be real with y'all. You're you're a colossal dumbass if you're <laughs> excited for the remake of the last of, of the remaster. Like I and I think the thing that sealed it for me was them being like Oh, it's The Last of Us Part 1 now. And I'm like, duh. You don't have to call it that. We know that. Part 2 implies that The Last of Us was Part 1. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like that that tells me everything I need to know about what they're doing and the sort of people who will be excited about it. So, uh, whatever. That's my super hot take thing where I'm just mean to people for no reason. So, I let people like what they like. But if you talk to me about... Uh, Last of Us remake, Last of Us Part One, whatever. I'm gonna block you. Yeah, no, I, anyway. I fully agree. Especially because like I love <laughs> the original game. I love the original game, and I really, really strongly dislike the sequel. So it's like if they're going in and calling it a remake, so it's not just a remaster. Like the mechanics are going to be different. I'm out because like I think the mechanics in two are super bloated and. I think they're kind of horrible because there's just way too much you can do and the game doesn't feel like slick or cohesive. It's just a mess. And so like if they're going to go and like, oh, we redid all the stealth mechanics and we added in this and we added in this and added in this. It's like, dude, I'm not interested because like the original one is actually a very simple and streamlined game and that's like the appeal of it to me. So Mm -hmm. yeah, not interested. Yeah. Content warning again here for I don't know stuff and also spoiler warning for the very beginning of the last of us if you haven't played it so skip ahead if you haven't and you want to but like I bet you in that remake they're gonna fucking turn the part where your daughter gets murdered into like they're gonna make it torture porn they're gonna make it like it's like camera on her she gets shot a bunch and it's just like her butt you can hear bones crunching and shit like it's gonna be a whole fucking thing yeah because they're just so like no we're gritty we're gritty prestige gaming for mature gamers only and they're gonna do something like that probably i mean well because there's just all right you know maybe they won't given the current fucking political climate but you never know anymore you never know so all the yeah. shit they fucked up shit they did with two and in, in the world we were already in i wouldn't put it past them to be like we have to make our death grittier somehow yeah i mean two uh, uh, more than you know a child getting shot by the military two politically is a fucking mess i mean two is is an absolute mess uh and i broke it down in the episode we did i broke it down further in the patreon episode we did like that game is a fucking mess and the fact that people were praising it saying 10 out of 10 and not questioning its politics was like super fucked up and disturbing to me it was like actually real life upsetting to me and yeah so i i absolutely wouldn't pass them or put it past them like we don't share the same like politics morals or ideologies so like i don't know what the fuck those guys are gonna do and like yeah i fully agree it's like 
that's a situation where like a remake isn't just like meh to me it's like that actually looks very bad like yeah. like i have a strong opinion about it and i think it looks bad and that, like this is the thing i think the bottom line with remakes is like it's really hard to predict what you're gonna get and it's really hard to predict how people are gonna respond but i wish that there was like a little more critical thinking when it comes to people announcing remakes because i feel like the the reaction you get from gamers is always strong and it's always binary it's always like super hard yes or super hard no and i think that's really frustrating because like sometimes a project that looks pretty good just gets like a ton of hate and other times a project that seems superfluous or even bad is like just so pumped up by the audience and the media and it just like really bums me out because it's like how are we gonna get better stuff or how are we gonna encourage people to make better stuff if we're just always like pumping up the absolute worst shit Mm -hmm. so nostalgia baby go listen to the nostalgia episode dude and that's why i felt i've just this whole thing makes me feel gaslit as fuck bro i'm gonna be i gotta i gotta gotta be real with you and like Mm -hmm. that was the craziest part was like we did that whole episode where it's like stop trying to live in the past and then like the next week was like hey you want a remake <laughs> it's like fuck no not really I, so the ted space remake is just uh, like i hate to say it because obviously i like dead space but like it's that is a product that's just purely it's ea they don't care they don't care about dead space because if they cared about dead space they wouldn't have fucking fired the team that made those games right after the underperformance of the third game that they effectively just forced them into making. Right. Like if you let those people have free creative vision, they would not have made that game. That was purely EA being like, you have to make it like this. Nothing else will sell. Right. Right. So it's their fault. And then they canned them. So it's simply a product. I, I think if you want to play Dead Space, just go play Dead Space. You can get it on. uh, Look, I have it on PC. I don't know about the rest of y'all. I guess that's a, I guess that's a problem again is availability yeah. for uh for other people. I think maybe Dead Space 2 was on PS4. I feel like I saw it on there, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, re- the Resident Evil 4 remake though, I think in a post Resident Evil 8 world is actually really important for that franchise. Yeah. Because you know, we, we have talked about that ever since that information got leaked, like what, like a year ago, maybe longer. Yeah, we've talked about it a lot. Everyone's talked about it. A lot of us have been like, well, what's but like, what are you going to do? Yeah. Like if you like if you change too much, will it still be Resident Evil 4. If you don't change enough, will it even be, you know, worth playing when you can play the, the old one? You know, a lot of questions. Yeah. Uh, but like seeing that trailer and seeing how they it seems like maybe they're going to use parts of the more recent stuff that are very good and try to mix in things from four yeah like i I think it i think it's going to be a lot different than the original one but i think it's going to nestle into kind of where they're headed a little better yeah and i think I think if it goes the way that I'm expecting it to, you'll, you know, you could skip probably five and six and you'd have like a really tight and fairly cohesive set of games to play. Like you can right. still play remake. That's, that's just fine. The way it is the two and three remakes are great. And then you, you, you you're going to get four and that like the, well, those will prepare you a bit for what four will be like. And I imagine four is going to marry some of the, you know, more slow paced stuff that seven and parts of eight had with the action that they managed to work into everything in the two and three remakes and make something that bridges those two games with seven and eight. And because the story in five and six is inconsequential, it's absolutely insane. Right. So I think we're going to get some story adjustments because even the dialogue in that sounded a little more like it's not just a, a mystery hooded man in Europe muttering about stuff and yeah, wanting to kidnap the do- the president's daughter, you know, like yeah. it seems like they're gonna kind of try to tie everything together and make a more unified franchise, at least 
from the game's perspective. Right. Which sounds really cool. That trailer looked really nice. The it was the same vibe. It was it was how you sometimes think you remember four being right, you know? Yeah. Like that. And that's what remakes really should be is you want to give people, you want to give people what they remember, not what it was. Right. But you also need to kind of, there needs to be wiggle room because there's so many moving parts that you kind of, you have to give them, you know, what they expect and what they want, what they need and what they remember. But all of those are always conflicting. Right. So you it's it's, it's a hard dance to nail. But, you know, that obviously they've gotten pretty good at making Resident Evils. So, yeah, I think they'll do it. And I think we'll we'll be left with a better thing than what we had. Right. You know, I mean, some years ago, I think that it takes a steady hand. You know, it takes a steady hand with a strong vision, like you said, because there's a lot of moving parts. The things all need to be balanced. It's a Resident Evil Village, baby. <laughs> it takes a Resident Evil Village. Uh, I think that with Resident Evil Two, though, or that's confusing because <laughs> I didn't mean two the number. <laughs> With Resident Evil, though, <laughs> I think there is something unique in that franchise where it's a complete fucking mess. And it yeah. didn't just start in the 90s. It started in the 90s with a series of games that were like immediately made obsolete, right? Like from a gameplay perspective, that old school survival horror went out of style like immediately. So I think between that and how messy all the lore is, like it really makes sense for them to go back and remake all those games. I know like the Yakuza series has done that as well. And nobody complains about that because they once again had a unique opportunity to do that and a unique like motive to do that like they really made the whole franchise and series better by going back and remaking those games but i think that most series and most franchises just aren't like that which is why most of the time remakes and like just come off as unnecessary you know which is i think kind of what we're getting at Mm -hmm. here that like yeah. If you don't have motive, means, and opportunity, uh, you shouldn't commit the crime <laughs> of remaking your game. But if you do, it can be it can be great. And yeah, Resident Evil is like the best case scenario. You know that like yeah. this is what you want, but it seems like a lot of people aren't understanding what makes those games so good and what makes that franchise like uniquely open to being remade. Yeah, I think that's the frame I was kind of missing when I was talking about that space. Uh, yeah, like it's it. You're not. You're simply. You're giving it like a new coat of paint, effectively. Yeah, or like a remodeling, basically. Like you're not. It doesn't really need to be updated. You could tweak some things and fix some things and make it prettier, and you know, give it like higher bitrate audio or something. But that's not. You're not fundamentally improving the core of it, right? Because at the end of the day, that game's going to be. You have you have the cutting gun that turns to cut limbs because you have to cut the limbs. That's the core mechanic. And you're going to get more guns to cut limbs in more ways. That's the game. It looks like Event Horizon. And I, maybe this is another thing from the trailer that I can tell. It seems like it lost some of its aesthetic vibe, like a lot of that really Event Horizon-y. Yeah. Like alien kind of feeling stuff. But like it doesn't it doesn't feel like it's quite as there anymore now that it's like prettier. Like some of the some of the design still the same, but it's it feels like they just tried to do like, oh, well, it's like gorier in this place or it's, you know, there's more saws and pistons here. And I'm like, (laughs) I don't I don't think that's what that game was missing. You know, like I know maybe the hallway that's really big and empty didn't have enough stuff for you. Like I or like I think the team being tasked with remaking that game is looking at like. Uh, like that you do go back through the same hallway a few times in that game. It's just a really big, like skeletal spinal hallway that connects some stuff. Right. And in that it's fairly empty. There's like canisters and shit everywhere, but like it's, there's no construction equipment or lifts or anything like that. It's a big empty room. Cause that's kind of the vibe. Cause it, you know, it's, it really is reminiscent of the connecting tunnel and like event horizon. And in the remake, they're like, well, what if we added a bunch of like Heisenberg factory bits? Yeah. And it's like, but you don't need that. Like, it's not, it wasn't a graphical limitation. It was the artistic vision of that. And so now 
you've misconstrued like a lack of technology and artistic vision. And so now not only are you kind of making an unnecessary remake, you're almost going to start doing it a disservice by trying to cram in too much stuff. Because you're not just improving the gore texture or making like a new gore model. You're just putting a shit ton of it everywhere you don't need to. Yeah. Then that applies to every other kind of thing you might have to do in that game. And kind of sucks, man. Yeah. You know, is it the same when you just crank everything up to 11 because you have the technology and the budget to do so? So Dead Space is, like I said, a hollow product and Resident Evil 4 is a little more justified. Yeah. Yeah. I think what I'm hearing is that you're going to have the same experience with this Dead Space remake that I had with this Final Fantasy 7 remake if you're not careful. <laughs> mm, well, that's probably why I'm going to wait until it's $12 yeah. or something. Yeah, I, I waited until the FF7 remake was uh, the perfect price, free. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Like, I played, I replayed Dead Space 1 and 2 recently. It was just fine. I had fun, I had fun playing them. They looked fine to me. Yeah. They played just fine everything's fine it's fine it's exactly like you remember because it's the exact same game yeah so i think i think but maybe not but that's the other part is maybe it's not like you remember because you remember everything brilliant and golden and fun and it probably wasn't that way yeah for sure you uh you can't go back you can never go back (laughs) 